<laughs> so I think it was, it might have been, it might have been two years ago. It was two years ago? Last year? It might have been two years ago. I don't remember. I think two years ago. That um, on the Thursday, one Thursday night, it was just four of us. It was four of us. It was in Farakoy, Moma's apartment. And we listened to a song. You weren't there. Come on. You weren't there? I thought it was four people. It was me, Chaim, Momo, and uh, Rosenberg. What's his name from the building over there? No, no. He doesn't come. He's Israeli. Yeah, okay. The beauty of recording it is people think there's like a thousand people in the room. So don't tell anybody there's only four people. Yeah, didn't record. It's okay. Momo must have been last year. I don't remember last. <clears throat> but we did a song. We did a song from, uh, his name is Moshe Faglin. Uh, he also has songs under Fetter Handel. Wow. He's a musician, he's in Tekoa, he does musical meditations, he's a therapist, breathing. He's actually, I think he's in L.A. now or Miami or something. He's doing... Not the politician, Fagman? No. Maybe uh, related, I don't know. And we did this, this very, very deep song. He's a very, very, very deep Jew. And if you listen to any of his music, which you should, it's very therapeutic. It's, mm-hmm. it, it gets you into a certain place. And, he, and, and uh, it's very important to listen to while you're breathing slowly. So we're going to we're going to continue. We're going to continue from last week a little bit. We'll chazer over a little bit. Last week was a little bit uh, of the higher madrigas, but no, no, that's where we are right now. So take so take the words. They're very very easy, and you'll see. So the first time we'll do it with a little bit of light on. I think the second time I think it has to be like completely lights off if you want to really appreciate what he's trying to do. He does he does meditations where people are lying on the floor. With blindfolds on. Have you ever seen this? With candles and... What? Well, hopefully we'll get him to come one time. Maybe he'll come. No, I mean, does he have him recorded that we can like do it on our own? Yeah, he's got some videos and stuff. And, uh, so we'll figure it out. So let's, let's listen to the song. Let's do it in a deep way. And then we'll, we'll try in our way to, uh, to explain. Thank you. 
Let the journey begin Let the medicine sink in Let me climb Let me So it was the end, the end of our stay in Mitzrayim. This is it. This week's parasha. We were there for 210 years, 400 years, 430 years, all different numbers. We were there for a long time. Generations after generations, born, dying in that place. It's hard to even fathom. It's hard to even fathom. We're talking about 100 days of, uh, of a current war here. They were in there for, that's 100 days. They were there for 210 years. His numbers are unfathomable. And this was, this was the end, the last year of Mitzrayim, Machus, Dam, Tzredeh, Kinem, Arav, Dever, Shven. One by one, we start this week, Arbe, Choshech, Machus, Pechoros. One by one, a Kaddish Baruch was raining down the plagues, decimating Mitzrayim, revealing to the whole world, to Paro and to the Yidden. And Yashem, Bekerv Haaretz, I'm a Kaddish Baruch I'm here, I'm here to stay. I was always here, I am here, I will be here. Take it or leave it. And at the end, <clears throat> we know connected to the last, the last Navu that Moshe received of Makas Pechoros, at that time, it was three Navuas in one. He was standing from the Paro, he had the, he had the Navu about Makas Pechoros, and then at that time, he also had the Navu about Kiddush HaChodesh. They were taught, he's standing right there. He gets his Navu about the, the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChodesh. And then about the carbon Pesach. All the halachas of the carbon Pesach in the Swiss parasha. And part of the, and part of the halachas was that Kalal Yisrael in Mitzrayim had to have the first Seder. This was the first time they took the, the carbon Pesach. Fascinating fact is that after this, after this Pesach, they only kept one more Pesach. They only had one more carbon Pesach in the Midbar, and then for 40 years they didn't have a carbon Pesach. Forty years they had to wait. So they had this. They had this. That's the next week. No. <laughs> they had this seder. Kaddish Baruch Hu says that you have to eat it. Pesach, matzah, moror. This is the first seder. All the stuff. A seder. Sit down. I don't know if they had the drushes or not. They were. They were the living embodiment of the drushes. Maybe they did have the drushes. Maybe they did go through their 
in, within a year, all these things started happening. Within a year, two years, whatever it would be. So they said, over the drushas, mamash, they're living it. <coughs> Having a seder. A seder, this seder. And in the end of the halachas, of Karm Pesach, the end of the Nebuah, the Pasuk says, the kacha tochlu, so you should eat it like this. Besides all the halachas of roasting it and not breaking any of the bones and not cooking it, all those halachas, besides that. But in Mitzrayim, tochlo, so this is the way you shall eat it. Masnechem chagorim. Your belts should be on. Usually, you know, in the Gemara, they, when they used to have a nice feast, they used to un- loosen their belts. So their, you know, bellies would have a little bit more room for the food. No, no, not here, not tonight. Tonight you keep your belt girded. Naleichem baragleichem. Keep your shoes on. Makelchem. Make sure your staff is in your hand, your walking staff, in your hand. So it used to be that they have their belts loosened. It used to be that they had their shoes off and they ate. It used to be that their staffs were on the ground. Why do you need a staff when you're eating? Tonight, belts on, shoes on, staff in hand. Eat it very quickly. Pesach Hashem. This is the current Pesach so during the Seder, which is Beseder, which is, right, there's lot, lot. You have to have the Pesach, the Matz, the Mar, and the Drushes, and the Manashtanas, and everything. Which is usually nice and, and not, not calm. The kids are usually crazy. But there's a Seder, and of course, you know, some of the folks are trying to push towards Shulchan Aruch. But it's supposed to be at a proper speed, but not tonight. First night, everything ready to go. Eat fast. Move quick. Be ready. The moment that Moshe Rabbeinu says, let's go, get up and go. In haste. <laughs> you have to be packed, ready to go. And not only that, by Makas Bechorus, right at the end, the Pasuk says, The Mitzrim, like overpowered the Jews, to fast, get out. Everybody's dying. The Jews are the problem. Get them out. Get them out of here. L'shalchem and Aretz. Quick, quick, get out. So Bechipazon, Bimhirus, everything's happening very fast. They're there for 210 years, very, very slow. And in the last moments, everything is as fast as possible. The dough didn't even have time to rise, right? But one thing that they did have time for, they went, they asked for the jewelry, the gold, the silver, right? After it's, the Pasuk says, the dough didn't have time to rise, but they also emptied out all of them from their gold, their silver, Right, they had to make sure that they fulfilled, right? HaKadosh Baruch Hu's promise, Avram Avinu. That they make sure to take time, they got their stuff. So, the issue is a little bit, is that this day, the day of the Yitzhiyah, the day of Mitzrayim, was already known. It was already a dua. First pain of a sorrow. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Avram Avinu, V'yom el Avram yodo teida, you should know. This is hundreds of years ago. That your children are going to be in a, they're going to be in a foreign land, Lolohem that is not theirs. they're going to work hard. The Ino Osama, they're going to be afflicted, they're going to be in pain. Arba for four hundred years. Exact day? Four hundred years. Vigamas Avodu and those that nation that's their servant, I will judge them. Makos. And after that, they're going to go with the Rechush Gadol. 
gold and the silver. And the last Pasuk says, I'm skipping one Pasuk, Vidor Revi, but the fourth generation, Yashuvu Hena, they're going to return to Eretz Yisrael, Kilo Shalim Avon HaEmori Hena, because the sins of the Amorites who were living in Eretz Yisrael, there wasn't enough sins yet to kick them out. So it was Yadua already many hundred years ago, 400 years ago, that they were going to leave in 400 years to this day, 210 years, whatever the exact amount was. It was already known that they were going to leave. And then they would go free. So what's this chipazum? What's this mihiris? We have to get out fast. It was, the day was already set. You can't make time go faster. If it says on January 12th, whatever day, I have no idea what day it is today. 2024, you're going to leave Mitzrayim. So you could, you could push as fast as you want, but on January 12th, 2024, that's when you're leaving. How do you make things go faster? Kaddish had already said with Avraham Ravina. But he changed his mind. Kaddish didn't change his mind. So how do we make sense of the fact that it was already said, yet they're pushing to get out faster? You can't do that. It's not possible. <clears throat> Kaddish Baruch also, like we said, at the end, he tells Avraham Ravina that the fourth generation is going to return back. Return back to Eretz Yisrael. Rashi says, over there, Bracious, and what's the fourth generation? So after the after the after Yaakov Vinu came down, so then the Gullah started. <clears throat> this is how Rashi Cheshvans. So who's the fourth generation? Yehuda, his son Peretz is two, Chetzron, Kalev. Kalev is the fourth generation, and Kalev is one of those who entered back into Eretz Yisrael. That's the fourth generation. That was the fulfillment of the promise. So right after leaving Mitzrayim. Now that you have Kaliv with the Jewish people and he's the fourth generation, immediately they should fulfill the promise that Hashem made Avram Avinu and go right into Eretz Yisrael, which we know was the intent. But then the Miraglum happened and they got pushed back 40 years. Now it happens to be Kaliv still made it. The fourth generation that Rashi spoke about, he made it. But were they supposed to go in right away? Or they were supposed to wait 40 years? What, what did Hashem say to Avram Vinu? And not only that, so, oh, so here, so here it's an interesting thing. Here, it's Fakir from was before. Before, they were supposed to leave at a certain date. But they tried to make it faster. Here, they were supposed to go in right away, fast, and they got slowed down for 40 years. Complete opposite. And not only that, the Pasuk Kodesh Bogot tells Avinu another condition to getting back there to Israel. Not just the fourth generation, but also you need the Emori to have enough sins, as the way Rashi brings it down, to get kicked out. So they're about to leave, and they had Kalev with them, the fourth generation, so they're ready to go in. Which means the Amoris must have had enough sins. Or, or was it after 40 years they had enough sins? What's, how do we make sense of all these things? How, does this, how do all these things work together? So we have to go back to last week, which is a little bit confusing, maybe, for some. And we brought down then that there's two ways of gu'ula. That the Gemara brought down from a Pasuk, a stira, bi'ita and achishena. Bi'ita means in its time. And achishena means faster, quicker. We explained 
if Kalal Yisrael Zoha, <clears throat> then it'll be Achishan. If there's Zoha, then it'll be Achishan, it'll be quicker. And if the low Zoha, then it's Bi'ita. If they're not Zoha, then it'll be in its time. So if you remember, we learned it last week. What does it mean, Zoha and low Zoha? Really, these are two Madregas within <coughs> the highest realm of Keser. The higher part of Keser is called Atik, and the lower part is called Arach. In the place of Atik, where it's 100% Yediyas Hashem, you have no ability to do anything, man can't interfere at all. He can't, doesn't, even, doesn't even appear to him as if he could interfere. It's not even Shaykh. We have no Havana, nothing. That's called Yediyas Hashem. It's Hashem's knowledge. It's His decision. That's it. That's called Bita. Every Geula will come exactly when a Kaddish Baruch wants. So when the Gemara says, Lo Zochu, if Klaus is not Zoche, then Mashiach, the Geula will come. Bita in its time. It doesn't mean if they have sins and they're not Zoche. It means it's not Shaykh to be within the realm of mitzvahs or no mitzvahs. Lo zoch, it's not shayich to zuchus. Because it's coming from the place of atik, from just the Kaddish Baruch, whose yediyah, nothing else matters. The ita coming in the time. Versus the madrega of Achishana, where we can make things go faster, therefore zuchuyos matter, mitzvahs matter, bechira matters. It appears as it matters. Because Achishena also comes from Keser. It comes from the lower realm called Arich. But in Keser, man has no ability to do anything. It doesn't matter which side of Keser you're talking about. But at least, at least, HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes it appear as if we have a Shaykhs. That's called Ol Mazah. It appears. And that's where all the worlds come from. Then after there's Atzilus and Bria and all that man can accomplish Hamev and Yavim. So the world of, of, of Achishena is the world of Bechira, the world where, again, it appears as if we can choose. Moshe Rabbeinu, we spoke about last week, he came from the place of Yosef. You have Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David. Yosef, the Baal Bechira, Achishena, he's on one side. David Melech, the quintessential Melech, total surrender, total bittel. He lives in the world of bi'ita, yediyas Hashem, whatever Kaddish Baruch Hu wants. I'm, I'm not even trying because I know it's well above anything that I can do. Malchus is less the garmiklum. He can't do anything. It's, it's bi'ita. So Moshe Rabbeinu comes on the side of Yosef, which is the side of Achishana, which means that there, the zuchuyos, the merits matter. Things can get sped up. <clears throat> and that's why last week we explained that he complained a little bit at the end of Parshas Shemos. Kaddish Baruch He told me the Jews are going out. I came to Paro. We thought it was going to happen. And now Paro's making it worse for the Jewish people. What's going on over here? But that complaint we explained came from this lower level. It's very, very high. But the lower of the two, from the place of Aruch, from Achishana, where merits matter. And Moshe Benin thought, okay, but the Jewish, must, the Jewish people must have enough merits. Let's go. That's it. And Kaddish Baruch said, that's not how it works. I only make it appear as if merits matter. But ultimately, it's my idea. It's, it's exactly what I want it to be. 
And that's what he explained. The Kaddish Baruch Hu then lowered the Madrega to Yudke Vavke. That was for last week. So the Geula, any Geula we're dealing with, and here Geula Sitzis Mitzrayim, it is always when Hashem wants, and it always has been when Hashem wants. From the beginning of time, it was revealed to us with Avram Avinu, that conversation, but it was before even creation started. We knew, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knew, that there was going to be a Galus and a Geula exactly set according to his will. Again, it's revealed by Avram Avinu, but it always was. Because the world of Kesser, that world is called Yidiyas Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch lives in Haya Hovi, HaKadosh Baruch is beyond time. So it was always set. Always. From the beginning of, even before there was time, it was set. You can't change that. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in his infinite, till paradoxical way, he can make a world that appears as if we have choices and things matter according to us, and we do have to put our kochos in and make it better to try our best to do our shtadlis. It could appear as if something's happening quicker or in haste. It can appear as if something's taking really a long time, like 40 years. It appears that way. That's called Achishena. The world of Achishena, right, usually learn as it's going to come quicker. But it could also mean that it's slower. I think it's, it's bound by our Bechira. It's bound by Torah and Mitzvahs. It's bound by our mistakes. As in the 40 years that we had to wait because of the mistake of the Mraga. So the Geulahs, you can never beat HaKadosh Baruch It's always beat it. It's always when he wants it. Whether it was after 40 years, it was right away. Whatever happens, doesn't, whatever, at the end of the day, whatever the Gula was, or is, it was always set that way. It doesn't matter if it appears it faster or slower, 40 years later, 40 years earlier, that doesn't matter. That's in the world of Achishan, that's in the world that we live in. However, in Yediyah Hashem, it's always, it always was, is, and it always is, in the time it was supposed to be, is, will be, always. Can't change that. <clears throat> so when it comes when it comes to the, the journey of life, it's always forward and in a certain way backwards at the same time. Not backwards, but you'll hear it's back. See the way Baruch Hu makes it appear in the world of Aruch, which again is the beginning of our ability to do Aruch and then the world of Asil is down to the world of Asiya where we actually do things. We're always going forward. Time moves forward. We move forward in places. We move to different places. We go, you go through first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth. Go to this place, you go to this college, you go to this place. You're moving on. Always moving on. And also we move forward in soul. Right? We grow. We become more mature, hopefully. Sometimes people get less, but hopefully you grow. Recognize your kochos. You learn. Potential, you actualize your potential. <clears throat> As we know, <clears throat> every moment of time, every place you're in, every madrega 
is called Olam Shana Nefesh. Olam is place, Shana is time, Nefesh is soul. You can, every moment of life, you're in a certain time, a moment, you're in a certain place, wherever that place may be, and you're at a certain madrega of, of soul, of Nefesh. That's all in the world of Bechira, of Zuchuyus, of Mitzvahs, of Veris, of Cheshben, which all started from that world of Keser called Arach, the lower half. The half that has Shaykhis to existence to us. But at the same time, at the same exact time, every moment of life, it's beyond time. And we're always really returning back to the original state that a Kaddish Baruch Hu had intended us to be in at the beginning. We're returning. So on one hand, we're going forwards, growing, moving, becoming bigger. But on the other hand, we're actually returning back, back to what? Kaddish Baruch Hu's Machshav. As we say every Friday night, oh, it's on the Shabbos. Sof Maisa, the end Maisa, wherever you get to, it doesn't matter if it's this moment, if it's in five years, if it's ten years, whatever the Maisa is, b'machshava <clears> techila. <throat> was always in a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Machshav, well before you got there. So you're always just returning back to Kaddish Baruch Hu's Ratzon, his original Ratzon. So on one hand, you're going forwards, progressing in life. That's called Aruch, that's called Achishana. And at the same exact time, you're returning back to the place you always were in or supposed to be in. <clears throat> that's Vita. That's the Kaddish Baruch It's the same second, every single moment. You could call it, you can call it Heshtadlis and Bitochan. You can call it that. In our terminology. Heshtadlis is moving forwards. But never is it removed and separate from the Bitochan, the trust that every single move that's made is a Kaddish Baruch decision. But what do you mean? I did Heshtadlis. It's my move. It is your move. In the perspective of Arach. But in the perspective of Atik, it's Kaddish Baruch's move. That happens at the same exact time. Only Kaddish Baruch could do, could do such a thing. But that's how Ishtadlis and Bitochan works. It's not Stam. Very, very deep. So that's why Kaddish Baruch says to, to Avram Avinu, Vidor Revi in the fourth generation, Yashuvu Hainer are going to return here. They return here. They never were there in the first place. The people in Tzorah were never in Eretz Yisrael. How could you mean, how would you mean return here? No, because the Kaddish Baruch's intent was that they would get there, therefore they're always returning. Because life's always about returning, tshuva. The secret of tshuva is even when it looks like you've sinned and you distance yourself from a Kaddish Baruch, you never really distance yourself from a Kaddish Baruch. He had always planned that. Because that's always, re- from that place you're going to return to him, to the place that he always intended you to be. It's just that you needed that sin to push you in a certain direction. So that's the tshuva. There's a shtadlis and there's bitachon and tshuva also. People are always doing the hishtadlis of tshuva. They're never doing the bitachon of tshuva. They're always clapping al which is, of course, is true. Vidoy, charata, kabbalah all very true. But the bitachon of tshuva is that a Kaddish Baruch wanted me to sin because he wants me to do this act because that's where he wants me to be. He always wanted me to be there. I'm just returning back to his original machshav. You can never do that lechatchil. Even though, in a certain weird way, you can, but you'll get punished for it. 
Got it. I don't want to blow anybody's mind over here. It's sort of, no? Huh? It's sort of. Say it one more time. I don't know, maybe. What? Say it, say it one more time. I'm not telling you. <laughs> but I have to. And we also have to understand that beyond that, beyond the concurrent nature of moving forward but also returning at the same exact time, going to new places but yet old places at the same exact time, there's also the prati and the Chloe. That each Jew concurrently is moving forward and returning at the same time. And Klal Yisrael, as a general whole, is moving forward, yet returning to their place at the same time. And it's just this one amazing, just like imagine like many circles just moving within each other in all different directions, spinning and spinning and spinning. And only a Kodesh Baruch could exactly organize every single person, Bifrat, Bichlal, Bi'itach, Yishena, this Gula, that Gula, the Gula Lasa, the Gula Prat, all at the same time. <clears throat> all in perfect harmony. This is why at the end of the day, with all of the hishtadlis that a person can do, you have to just trust. It's too much. It's absolutely too much. You can never cheshben prop- properly. It's not possible. There's too many things. So at the end of the day, you have to just throw up your hands to the bitach and just, just atik, just kashba, whatever you want, it's you. Yeah, I'm going to do the motions, but so, so, I'm not even thinking that I have any shaykh as bechlal in this world. It's too much. Tile of bitach. It's a full trust in the Kaddish Baruch. A total surrender, bittal to Kaddish Baruch. We want to get to that place. You need to be thinking about these things. It can, it can mess you up for a little bit. But if you come back down to reality, it can, it can really leave a deep roshan. That really, we, have, we, we, we can't do anything in this world. So just drop all the expectations, all the attachments that you have to things. Just, just be attached to Kaddish Baruch Do your thing, but fully attached to Kaddish Baruch Whichever way he wants it to go, it's the best. Spitach. So when you're journeying within Kesser, which we are, now everybody is journeying with Kesser. The question is, do you recognize it or not? You can't not be but let's assume you're recognizing it. So then, there's two, there's two ways to perceive that. Within Kesser. There's the Atik, and then there's the Aruch. Again, if you already recognize that you're journeying in this world called Kesser, where it's already prepared for you, and in the place of Atik, there's no Havamina. You're not, you're not even a Havamina. You, you can't even fathom that place. You have no Shaykh as a Kodesh, but it doesn't even let you think that you have Shaykh as there. Aruch, it's all God made, but He lets it appear as if you have shaykhs. That's where Hashtadlis comes from. So I'll read you a line that I saw last week. So Joey, Joey Rosenfeld, quoted this from Ravitcher Meyer. I don't know if it's Ravitcher Meyer's words or Joey's words, but I was already thinking about this last week with the Chabura, and then I saw this line, I was like, oh wow, this is perfect. I forgot to say it, and now I know why I forgot to say it, because it works better in this Chabura. So he says like this, he quotes Ravitcher Meyer. A person must live two truths simultaneously. On the one hand, we need to rush as much as possible to catch the train that's about to leave. In parentheses, he writes Aruch. With us, we'd, we'd add, it's Achishena, 
to rush. You have to rush in. It's Bechira. I, I have, it appears as if I have Shaykh, so I have to do my Ishtadz, I have to try my best. So on one hand, you have to do your best, to rush to wherever you have to get to. Make things move. Let's get out of Mitzrayim. Bechi Pazan. And on the other hand, we need to see ourselves as already sitting on the train with nowhere to rush. And he writes in parentheses, Atik, which is the Ita in its time, which is Yediyas Hashem. So at the same moment that this person's rushing to the train, because Lamaisi is rushing to the train, he's running. He's doing his Ashtadlis, he's in the world of Aruch. But at the same time, in the inside, he has to see himself, he's already there. Meaning every moment, every step, every second, he's exactly where he's supposed to be. <clears throat> Done. And if he misses the train, he, he, he's exactly where he's supposed to be. You can't miss anything. Two simultaneous truths from the world of Kesar at the same time. So when we live life, when we're journeying to where our Kaddish Baruch wants us to be, because at the end of the day, it's Be'ita, you can't change that. But what's the perspective? Are we always rushing to the ultimate goal that a Kaddish Baruch has in store for us? The Sof Maisa! The Sof Maisa Machshava Techila. I know it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Machshava, but I want to get to that Sof Maisa because that's where he wants me to get to. I want to get out of Mitzrayim, I want to get to this, I want to get to Yushalayim, I want to get... I want to... Or do we stop and we say, one second, every single moment without any exception, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Because I'm sitting on that train already. Because you can't get to the next moment without this moment. So there's nothing to worry about because right this moment, if we break down life into frames, right, generally a person has one big frame. I want to get there. I want to get here. I want to get, right? A few big frames. But that's, again, that's the lower way of looking at it. The higher way of looking at it is that the world life is built, is chopped up into billions of frames and every single frame is exactly where you need to be. And that's to get you to the next frame. And that's going to get you to the next frame. So every frame is exactly needed. You can't change it. So you're exactly where you're supposed to be. That's the higher metric. So this is, this is the ghoul that's happening at the same time. It looks like it's a rush. It looks like Mitzrayim's rushing us out. It looks like it's taking 40 more years. That's just how it appears. So you could stress out about that. We got to go fast. Oh my gosh, it's taking so long. What's going to be? We're going to lose ourselves. Or you can live in that world where... Every single frame is exactly the Ratz and Hashem. It's Be'ita, it's the idea of Hashem. It's beyond anything I can imagine. And just let it be. That's the choice that we have on this journey. Everything in this world is Yediyas Hashem, yet He allows everything to be Bechira, Bechiras Adam. It's mind-boggling. Everything in this world, Be'etzim, is Atik. Be'etzim is Atik. It's all Yediyah Hashem without any ability to change anything. Yet, he created a world where everything is Bechira. Even our choice, do we want to hold by Atik, do we want to Arich, do we want to little this, it's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. So in the song, Let the Journey Begin, you see he says it twice. He says, let the journey begin in the first paragraph and the second paragraph. And then he says, let the medicine sink in in the first paragraph and the second paragraph. Then he goes off. The first paragraph is, let me pray. Let me pray for this day. 
And the second paragraph, let me fly, let me climb, let me go somewhere old before this all began. So in the first paragraph, maybe we could say, what's this medicine? What's the medicine by Pesach? So the matzah is called the michla de masvasa. The asvasa. The medicine of, it's medicine. It's all medicine, the food of medicine. Matzah is also called the michla de meimenusa. The food of a moon. It's called both things. So two years ago, when we did the chibur the first time, it was a different chibur, it wasn't this. And I sent it to, to Moshe Feiglin. There's never Chabura. You can listen, go back two years. It's on, it's on Spotify. You can go back or Apple or 24-6, whatever you want. It's there. You can listen to the, how it was two years ago. <clears throat> he sent me back a comment from Hayom Yom, from the Alter Rebbe. Listen to what he says. The Zohar calls matzah the bread of faith and the bread of healing. Right? The, the Zohar calls it both things. I think it is. The bread of Amuna and the bread of healing. So Alter Rebbe says on the first night, it's the Michla de Menusa, it's the bread of Amuna. And on the second night, it's the Michla de Asvasa, it's the bread of healing. Each night. Alter Rebbe said, when healing leads to faith, you work on your healing, you try to become healthier, and that leads you to a higher level of faith in a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So in that, the person says, I thank you, Hashem, for my recovery. Because he was sick. He was sick. He got healed. Came to a faith in God. Thank you, Hashem. I was not paid to say that. Right? Thank you, Hashem. Because he was sick, now he's healed. But if faith generates healing, <clears throat> if your amuna generates the healing, then the person was never really sick in the first place. If faith generates healing, meaning if you believe everything is exactly the way it was always supposed to be, then you were never sick in the first place. I meaning you were always in a state of perfection. You were never sick. Because the first way, if healing leads to faith, that's Aruch, that's Achishena, that's Bechira, you're going moving forward in time. He was sick, he got better, he came to Amuna, he thanks Hashem, he's growing in his soul, and he moves on. Aruch, and that's it's a great Mahalach. But the higher Madriga, the Atik way is, you were never, ever, or every step you're taking, the more Amuna, the Muna in higher Madrigas, the Amuna in Atik, meaning that every single frame of my life was already set and every frame of mine is exact perfection. There's nothing called sickness. I was, I'm always in a state of being healed. When the faith generates the healing. So the maybe, 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 you could say the first paragraph of let the journey begin. This is our journey of life. Let the medicine sink in, sink in. This is the type of medicine that the healing leads to the faith. So it's the way of Aruch. It's where our Bechira matters. And therefore, let me pray. Let me daven for this day. Let me move forward. Let me put my kochus in, my eshtadlis in. <coughs> Which is good. I don't think it's bad. It's very good. 
But then through life he gets to a higher madrega, let the journey begin, let the medicine sink in, the de Menuso, the faith where he gets to the higher place, the more mature place, the place of Atik, where he totally surrenders to a Kodesh Baruch total bitachon. Let me fly, let me climb, let me go. Where? Somewhere old. Before this all began. Let me go back to the place that a Kodesh Baruch always intended that I'd go. Every single frame is exact. So there's two ways of gulas, two ways of living. These are both ways of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. They're both important, and whichever one you can get to is exactly the way a Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted it to be. I wish Bezocha to go on the journey, this type of journey, with the medicines of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the medicines of, of mitzvahs and Torah and Amuna and Bitachon and Chevreshaft and all these amazing ways that we get together. And with that, we'll hopefully bring ourselves to a Gula Bifrat and the Gula Shleim Amen. 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 Huh? Sure, follow Yeah, I guess so. Stand behind the behind the camera. Just bring the door behind. Okay. 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 Okay.
This was the song I played by the first lady. They're sitting there. On one hand, they're having the seder. They're in the mats and the maror. It's beseder. They're doing, they're doing the hirshkadus. <coughs> but at the same time, any minute, they know that the cloud might go up and the Mishkan says, let's go, we got to move. The journeys. The journeys. Oh, Amen. Thank you.